The Star's Tale Straight forward walks our star, with immense confidence, yet so far. His first big break, his first big roll, he's the heart, but under the director's control. Spectacles, pocket watch, and a three-piece suit. He rehearses his moves, mind running like a flute. He takes a deep breath and steadies his hand. Slowly now, he builds his brand. Smiling in the mirror with full sincerity, he shouts to himself, Who's better? DiCaprio? <laughs> no, me! Heading to his co-stars, he gives some free advice. Act naturally, he says. Don't even think twice. Immunity to eye rolls is his strength, as he describes his craft at great length. Preemptively counting his Oscar wins, reminiscing on his childhood costume bins. He's confident, sure, but he is under stress. How could he publicize a future arrest? Composing a tweet for his dedicated fans. Mom and Dad support all his plans. His pride and hope produce a single tear as the stage manager claps. Extras! Line up here! Verbal Explanation The Star's Tale is satirizing contemporary aspiring actors and actresses, focusing with our main character being an actor. I decided to choose this group of people or this person because I think it connects to me in a way as I can be this person when I get too in my head about my acting and I thought it would be funny to write from someone else's point of view because even though these people do just have big hopes and dreams and are aspiring to make a career out of doing something they love sometimes it can get to their heads and that's why I wanted to satirize and show that negative or cocky side of the people. I decided to satirize my contemporary pilgrim's attitude toward his job as well as his accomplishments. I wanted to do this so the reader could see how he looked to an outside person or to another to someone that he was talking to. I thought it would be entertaining for the reader to see how great this character thinks he really is in comparison to what other people see of him. I did this by using literary devices such as analogies and oxymorons to highlight how foolish he can be and how, um, how extra he can be towards his attributes. I also used satirical devices such as irony, bathos, and forgive me if I say this wrong, anachronism, anachronism, by showing um, how in-depth and involved he is in his, his own life in this community, this theater community he wants to, he wants to make a life out of. And the irony of this is, is he thinks he is so great and so wonderful and He's really not, but he talks as if he is, saying, oh, he's got dedicated fans, which is ironic because his fans are his parents. And then with the bathos, um, just him producing a single tear, thinking about how great he is, thinking about his hopes and dreams. And then the, the stage manager calling and saying, okay, extras line up.
calling him saying he is an extra. So after all this big buildup of how wonderful he is, how awesome and talented he is, he's just an extra, which isn't a bad thing, but is quite ironic and contradicting to what he says he is. And then the anarchism, sorry if I say that wrong, the um, the spectacles pocket watch in the three-piece suit doesn't really belong in the time period of tweeting as he's, you know, tweeting to his dedicated fans, which I thought um, really satirized and highlighted his, uh, his seriousness towards his job and how um, he's, he's really dressed up looking super professional, but he still in some way doesn't fit in because he's not part of that big community yet. Expanding on those literary devices, I had said analogy and oxymoron. Um, the analogy that I think contributes greatly to the piece is when saying he rehearses his moves, mind running like a flute, kind of highlighting his mind is going crazy. It's all over the place. He's all over the place. Um, he's really serious about this. He's constantly thinking. And then the the oxymoron of act naturally thought was kind of funny to his character as he how how do you act naturally be natural if you're acting which is the oxymoron contradicting what um what he's saying which uh he says this in a way um that makes others think that he's some big star even though his point doesn't really make sense which highlights his character again the overall message of this little tale is that sometimes people can get to their heads in how talented and amazing they are at what they do, even if they truly are. Um, a lot of the time in the theater or like uh, play industry, people will act better than others. And I think this message, this, uh, this poem is a message and a bit of a warning to say, okay, well, reevaluate. Um, great that you're confident, but evaluate how you're speaking to others. Sometimes you're not the star. You're not all that great all the time. It's great to be confident and have fans, but don't get too ahead of yourself in case something backfires. And I think that's an important message, not just necessarily for acting or music but in life as well and I think it's an in a an important message for me especially that's kind of why I wrote it like this is reminding myself okay take some time we're all great at something we don't need to brag the author being me <laughs> um through throughout the story seems to disapprove of the character which I would say is mostly true as I do portray him to be quite cocky and full of himself. But I would say that as it gets closer to the end of the poem, um, the author has a little bit of a change in acceptance towards the character as the diction and diction such as uh, his hopes and his dreams and working hard, um, just words describing the overall character's personality. Um, changes the author's perspective on him a little bit saying he okay he is cocky he does think very highly of himself but he has confidence he 
works for what he wants. He has hopes for the future. He believes firmly that he's going to get there. He just sometimes can get to his head. So I would say that mostly the author disapproves of the story, and that's what a reader would get from the narrative. But if you really look into it and dig deeper, the author has a little bit of change in their approval. I created a linear narrative for this tale told from the perspective of someone who is not the main character, so not a first-person perspective. Um, This perspective could be seen as biased because it is from someone else's point of view that um, they could have a biased opinion, but it's not as biased as a first-person point of view would be. And then I also created a narrative where the speaker highlights the more negative and self-centered parts of the character, while at the same time also highlighting who he thinks he is, um, not seeing those negative parts of himself. So seeing how he thinks he is so positive. And that is The Star's Tale by Annika Danielson.